I mean, like, at the end of the day, like, oh man, people are gonna want to have sex. People gonna want to have sex. And we've realized on this podcast, Natalie is ready for an open relationship. Yes. I'm just revelations not naive over the past. Anymore. I'm not naive anymore. Thirty episodes here. It's been a Natalie um, mind opening here. <laughs> just fucking get into it oh my god i did a clap hi (laughs) oh my god every time who are you repping right now you gotta say it at the top of the pod if you're gonna point at it so then you're Colada. Is that we can't even we took out his drinks too early. Too late. Too late. Too late. And they're still frozen. But we're gonna be drinking them soon. Um all right. But I had to rock the half one. I do want to I wrote it down but I took it off. I owe you an apology. Oh, thank you. For making fun of you all those years <laughs> every time you said that you would get out of work and just sit in your car for mad long. Or you park your car and you just sit in your car for mad long. That is a vibe. Nigga, that is a whole vibe. First of all, swallow. Hold. <laughs> Why would you? First of all, we are recording. Why would you I put know. a cracker in your mouth? Because it was so tempting. Stop talking. That's gross. Here, drink water. Your right, water's go. over there. Oh my god. No, that was it. That's all I owe you an apology for. Why do you feel like why? What happened? <clears throat> no, no. It's just I've just do been this, doing that lately. You do this now. And I, it's unconscious. Like I'm just like just sit there, sitting and there, like, vibing out. Like just sit there and do on Instagram, just sing the music. Nothing. It's just nothing. It's nothing. Cause Not you don't what, be wanting to move. You just need you. It's, it gives you a, like a. It gives you a few minutes where it's like you ain't gotta worry about nothing. Like mm-hmm. you ain't your job. You don't gotta worry about coming home and like cooking, cleaning, or nothing. nothing. It's just my car. Just my car. Just don't look at the gas tank. Word, that's it. Should I be like, let me get the fuck out of here because my shit is always almost at <laughs> yeah, me. I tank. am not filling my gas tank. Are you filling yours up these days? Like all the way full? I'm not doing that. I mean, every like, I'm still good. Like every two weeks, because like of my commute. My shit goes E every time. It's like $60 to fill my tank up now, but I still live. You live close. <laughs> nine miles to work. I live close too. So that's why I feel like I could, I could like do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I could push it because I know like, you work five minutes. Doing away. like one long trip, like mm-hmm. that should like kill like half a tank. I'm like, God damn. Yeah. yeah. Like going to Brooklyn one day, I'm like, yeah. The For dump. the research study, I've been, because you know it's in Long Island, yeah. I've just been telling them to send me a car. Because well, I'm not mean, trying to waste gas or pay that shit, toll to Long I, Island. I don't mind. I'm just like, send me the right? car. Yeah, they pay for the so car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. Because I felt weird about it at first. I'm like, but I have a car. Like, am I taking advantage? But then also, it's like, I'm doing y'all kind of a favor because yeah. I'm doing the study with you guys. That shit is. So, nah, what the, yeah. First of all, you don't like driving. Hate driving, especially to so Long so. Island. It's traumatic because it reminds me of my drives to grad school. Which you had a good time. You graduated, got your master's. A long two years. The longest two years of my life, but the shortest at the same time. Like, I don't even remember grad school like that. That shit flew. It flew. Anyway, let's get started with the episode. Um, So, we're going to start with this topic, and I feel like we're just going to be all over the fucking place. So, we had asked for topics um, last week, and this one was left over. We didn't get to hit it. So, this one was how some women want equality, but only when it benefits them. I feel like that needs gunshots. Damn. Because I feel like a lot of people be like, yo, facts. Like, okay. women always want equality, but... 
we don't want to all right i personally don't want to be equal i have no desire to be equal um okay but you made up a good point Mm -hmm. it said wait i want you to make the point about being treated like a lady it's not about being equal we just want to be treated like with respect basically well i made a a few points in here so one of them is this right um if a lot of times men want to do men things for women right so if like we go grocery shopping. Let me carry the bags. Let me hold the doors and all this type of stuff. So like you know, like the the man things. Yeah. But a lot there's a lot of women who don't want you to fucking just hold the bags and like you know that type of stuff for them. It's like you want to be that goddamn equal with us, like that you oh, can't even allow us to be. Like I can do it. I don't need you. It's like yo, like allow. Yeah, no. But then you want us to treat you like as a woman, and it's like those type of women still want us to be like. Um, not as rough with them or like yeah. yeah it's like yo what like talk to us nicely yeah it's like and... well you just you, you acting like you a fucking whole dude <laughs> yeah. so it's like well, what do you mean yeah 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 uh, but then I was telling you an example like <clears throat> where a situation where you would want to be equal you want equality um, when they're like if we were applying for the same job yeah you would like to have equality in that situation yeah. I mean I don't think that just benefits you I think it benefits everyone because mm-hmm. um, a lot of times you say you feel like you don't you have to try, you have to hold yourself back. Or women would have to hold themselves back yeah, like, more than a man would. Regardless, we're both going for this position. And I want to know that, like, we can both act the same way. But I can't. Like, I know when you walk in as a man, mm-hmm. you have to be assertive. You got to, like, look them in the eye, be very direct, almost aggressive, mm-hmm. kind of. And just, like, showy, a little more showy. Whereas mm-hmm. a woman, me stepping into that interview room, I'm going to have to be a little bit more demure, calm, like oh like all cute and sensitive and soft so it's like and that's like how we have to play the game as women but aside from that like wait were you done you can you say no i was just gonna say like (sighs) i think no because what i have to say is a wrapping point i want you to finish so then another situation is you and i are married right you want me to pay for mortgage bills and everything Mm -hmm. right but then you want to have your say on things. Mm. <laughs> so you want to be equal yeah. when it comes to say, like on where the kids maybe go to school. Yeah. Or know, even the groceries all, we buy. Like all that type of yeah. stuff. But you're not... Contributing. Contributing. Why right. would I take what you have to say seriously? Why do I need to consult with you about the matters of the home when I'm the one mm-hmm. bringing home everything that's taking care of the All home? All right, so would you argue that it's because I'm still a part of the family and I'm still making certain decisions when it comes to the children? Like, even if you're paying for their tuition or their clothes or whatever, like, I'm the one maybe helping them with their homework every night. I'm the one who's going to the PTA meetings or going to the parent-teacher conferences when you don't go. So, in a sense, like, I can have a say in those things if I'm actively involved in those things, mm-hmm. even if it's not financial. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm just, I, I just like the question. That's a good point. Because a lot of people would be like, I want him to take care of me. I want him to do all this for me. Right. But then you want to have your say with everything. Yes. And it's like... Why the hell would I even listen to you? See, I like where you went with it because I wasn't. I was going the more like obvious route, right? Like we just want equality when it's like you're with someone and they get to do things, and it's like okay, but why can't I do that? Like you can have a guy's night or you can have a guy's trip, and I don't say anything. Mm-hmm. But then when I want to do those things, it's like oh no, nah, you can't go. I don't like your friends, or you're gonna have men looking at you, or you want to have a say in what I'm wearing. 
to the girls' night or mm-hmm. what I'm taking, what clothes I'm taking on vacation. And it's just like, but I don't do that to you. Mm-mm. So it's like those little things we want equality in. But I get what you're saying. Um, I just think my rule of thumb is if I can't do it, if if you can do it, I should be able to do it too. If you can provide it, I should be able to provide it too. Even if you want to be the sole provider. So you were talking about like paying the bills and shit. What happened? Mm-hmm. You were talking about paying the bills. So it's like, okay, you could pay all the bills. We could go 50-50 or you can pay all of them. But like I can do it. Like I can step up if needed, basically. That's all I was going to say. And how many women are going to be happy when those roles were reversed when they're the main breadwinner and the guy is at home with the Why kids? Why is he at home with the kids? Did he get laid off? It doesn't matter. It's just equality. The roles just got matters. reversed. <laughs> now you do it. If you're just going to quit gotta, as the man, like, I'm just quitting, so take care of me, then it's like, no. No, no, no. See, that, that's not me. But That's what I'm saying. So, why did but, he do but, it? All right, but why you got to be that, though? Did the women quit, just quit, and say, take care of me? <laughs> but you're saying that women are going to be mad if the roles are reversed. So this I'm trying I'm to saying. think of scenarios in which but the roles are reversed. why does scenario? Why couldn't it just be from the start the woman was the one that took care of? Oh, that's then equality, she likes right? it. Then she likes it. So, so, so that's what I'm saying. So if, then it's okay in that it's situation. It's not the same thing. Why not? What you're saying is not the same example. How? I mean, all she's I said choosing was, to do it. She's a homosexual. That's, no, no, no. She's no, choosing no. to do it. All I was saying is if it's the woman in that position, you think it's gonna be more acceptable no to society no but fuck society society says a lot I'm of things are acceptable or unacceptable society in their relationship most women it's easier for a man to accept that but if the role. woman likes it and the man doesn't mind it either then that's their dynamic that's all i'm saying okay My people pick and choose yeah it's doubtful it's not common it's not common but it's not impossible there are relationships like that where the woman is the sole provider and the, they're stay-at-home dads Right. And it's healthy, and the man doesn't feel like emasculated or anything, right. and the woman doesn't make him feel that way. So it's whatever you are into. Um, did we touch? Did we get all that? I hope so. Also, what I did want to say about that though, how women want equality but only when it benefits them. This is kind of like a add-on topic to this because I was thinking about this. Like, no relationship is not beneficial, or else like it's not a. Every relationship is beneficial. That's so it was like no matter what, we just are we we men and women want a relationship that benefits us in some way. Like we're not just gonna be with someone for the fuck of it. Mm-hmm. Even if you're not providing finances, you're providing energy, positivity, love, nurturing, whatever it is that we need. Mm-hmm. And it's beneficial for our mental health. It's beneficial for us to like function throughout life knowing that we have somebody there so i just think in general fuck about equality we just want someone who benefits us that's how i feel about that anyway that's all i got to say about that yeah all right so (laughs) i was in bed and i shut up and i just started thinking of all the things that i've done like sometimes do you ever like lay in bed and reevaluate if you're a good person or not (laughs) that's just me (laughs) If I'm a good person, no. <clears throat> but I do lay in bed like and my whole life flashes before my eyes. Is it a good experience? Yeah, some things are good. Some things are like, damn, I should never do that. But yes. Okay, right. So reflecting. Like, there's certain, yes, reflecting. reflecting. And there are some things that are cringy. And there are some things that I'm like, ugh. Like, that probably wasn't my, my best moment or whatever. Um, but for the most part, I think I'm a pretty decent person. Mm. But... Other people, like sometimes you are the villain in other people's stories. And 
for you, it was like I was just reacting to what you did to me. Like, you did something, and so I reacted. And you may not be happy with how I reacted, but it's like I wouldn't have done what I did if you didn't do what you did first. So I wanted to ask you if you believe that every action has a reaction, that phrase, if that is a valid reason to do some fuck shit to somebody. No. Okay, explain. Because <clears throat> it's not. Because I was using the example before as if I'm with you and you get pissed off at me, we whatever happens, you get pissed off at me and you fucking throw your phone at me and hit me in the head. <laughs> All right. Not a true story, by the way. Definitely. Hell no. <laughs> and, Why? Because what would you do? And, and you definitely would have been choked the fuck out. <laughs> and <laughs> not even and um, like I like I get physical and I beat the shit out of you. Now, you hitting me. Now, yes, I sh- I could be upset or whatever, but the way, it, like my reaction if I go over the top and beat the shit out of you, that ain't really justified for that because it's not like I was like fucking. My life wasn't in danger. Like, I wasn't in any real, you know, threat, no harm. Yeah. Um, is, am I pissed off? Yes. But when the cops come knocking on my door and you laying in a pool of blood. Oh, my God, Anthony. I'm just saying. Like, that, I'm using the extreme. Right. I'm just going to extreme. All right. And who's in the wrong here? Okay. So, yes, it depends <laughs> on what the th- what it is, right? Obviously... Unfortunately for you, because you're a guy, you, can, you don't have the luxury of just like reacting to anything you want, however you want. It don't work like that. Um, exactly. I was thinking more so like, wait, no, I'm not gonna even. All right, cool. That's it then. No, think about because I don't remember what I what I thought about. But I also for this. said like so when I was saying is and something that's similar to this is where people always like to say my First Amendment. I have the First Amendment, or like you know, saying I can say what I want to say, I can do what I want to do because of the First Amendment. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't protect you from someone's reaction to what you do or say. Yeah. Like, freedom of speech doesn't give you freedom from an ass whooping. Yeah. You know, that's what I said. Like, if, if you're walking down the street with your husband and I just walk up to you and be like, damn, you look good as fuck. Like, I want to I wanna fuck the shit out you. That's freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. I can say it. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> what's his reaction going to be? Now, am I yeah. free from that ass whooping? You get what I'm saying? So it's like people love to say that freedom of speech. But, like, but would, free, freedom of speech is not freedom from consequence. But it would be free for him to do it to you. Like not it would be right. It would be But he would be he would be, be on the right side of it. Is my point. And he still has no case in court. Who don't got no case in court? The guy who beats you up? Why? Was his life in danger? It's not self-defense. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, so not, it's like sometimes you got to what what are you going to what you got to know what's can um what's justified like you know what's justifiable when you're when you're gonna react to something you can't mm. just react to everything that pisses you off you have to be able to control yourself a little bit okay you get what i'm That's saying a good point. because just because someone does something does not mean that you need to mm-hmm. beat them up or go crazy on them mm-hmm. no nah, not everything is worth that right because what comes from that is not worth it you feel me so it's like sometimes you gotta just chill that's why i said not a react not a reaction needs a reaction Someone can. I've been disrespected before. Someone's like, yo, fuck it. That is what it is. Do you want to react in those moments, though? Or is there something you have a block? Yeah, you can block because. Because I have a block. Again, what's the worst. I don't mean to bring this like to some nursery rhyme 
kids and kids shit, but sticks and stones may break my bones. But like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But at the end of the day, that's what it is. Like, if my life's not in danger, it's like, all right, I can just move on from this. You feel what I'm saying? It's like, I don't need to just go go out of way. If I know I'm not, if I'm going to make it out of this situation alive, yeah. there, there's, I'm good. I can walk away from 95% of situations. Mm-hmm. Some things are just blank. Like, someone do some, like, over the top, someone spits on your face. Now that's crazy. You know what I mean? Shit like that. But then you would react. That's different. I'm not saying it's not extenuating yeah, circumstances. That's what I'm saying. It's always extenuating of circumstances. Of course. And I'm not saying, but sometimes you just got to know what's your limit. Like, if is, are you going to let someone's words affect you to that point? Mm. You know what I mean? Yo, you a stupid bitch. That's going to piss you off that much? Like, how many... You can walk down the block. A hundred people can just call you that shit. I've been called a stupid bitch. But I'm saying, is that something <laughs> like... Well, I'm just using that as an example. Yeah. Like, is something like that going to allow you to get break your character that much where you're not yourself? No. And you no. react in a way that... I guess. I mean, of course, I wasn't thinking of anything that deep. Oh, boy. It's that's like, what the topic is. It's, yeah, but, like, I was thinking it more like your boyfriend does some, like, does some fuck shit. So you do some fuck shit back to him. <clears throat> All right, that's so... That's it. Some basic shit. Yeah. Like, you talk to his friend or something. That's foul. But, like... So now, all right, what's the reaction? What's the outcome of that? Oh, now, you, damn, you look at this fucking hoe ass bitch. Mm-hmm. She fucking sleeping with these niggas, both of these dudes. And you probably didn't even do nothing with them. Like, how you look? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Look at yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Now, what you're doing, so you, let his, you let his action mm-hmm. cause that reaction, mm-hmm. and look what it did. It ruined your reputation. Mm, same thing. So, what's the consequence of you being petty or reacting to this dude? It ruined your reputation. So it's like sometimes you got to think about the whole cycle. Like, all right, if I go do this, what's going to happen from this? Like, you know what I'm saying? So that's why. That's good. Be thoughtful before you react to some shit. That like, was awesome. I know. I'm fucking amazing. Oh, my God. That's why it always comes back to I don't argue for shit because I try to think. Think. Do I value this person that I'm about to argue with? What level of arguing am I about to do with this person? If I don't, eh, all types of FUs. But if it's like, you know what, this person is valuable to me, let me chill out. Do you feel like you hold yourself back when we argue? <laughs> we don't argue. because We argue, <laughs> and I hate that you say that we don't, because we do. I'd be like, yo, you know what, I love the podcast too much. I'm, I'm just going to... All of a sudden, you love the podcast. All of a sudden? All of a sudden. <laughs> see, that's a nerve. We about to All argue right now. You want to see a live argument. No, I'm kidding. We're yeah, not going to argue. Whole... Anthony, we argue. And I think we argue more now that we, we're we not even together. And we argue more because now than ever. Podcast, because, because of it's something podcast. we're I'm both like, passionate about. Like, yeah, not the drop kick you I'm off the top. I'm a little bit more passionate about it, but it's fine. We're going to talk about it. Let me see. Let's you know what? You ready? Yo. <laughs> Let's do it. We ain't doing that. Let's Next do topic. it. I, you know I'm kidding. You work very hard. You do a lot. Absolutely. I'm super grateful and indebted to you. Next week's episode, I will not be on the podcast. Mark my words right now. You won't be, actually. I know. I was just We're going to have a special it, guest. I was trying to make it Stay dramatic. Tuned. So when they tuned in next time, they'd be, oh, oh sorry. Fucking retard. Fucking ruined it. Hi, Ja. <laughs> All right. We're going to get into a heavy topic. I feel like we should just stop the cameras now and then reset them. Let me get my laptop. Hold on. All right, so guys, yeah, give me my laptop, please. I finally finished my book, and we're about to get into um, something a little thick. All right, so I finished my book, Sex at Dawn, right? And so the book ended on once and for all giving me the reason, the real reason why men cheat, okay? Are you ready? Yes. 
All right. <clears throat> so basically, which you know what? Now that I say it, it does sound a little crazy. <laughs> it does sound a little I'm crazy. Let you just go because I ain't gonna say shit. No, I want you to say what you no, need right to say. No, right now I'm not, I'm not right. gonna interrupt you. So basically, the book concluded that men cheat because evolution made it that way. So back in the day when there was very few humans on the earth. I guess evolution made it so that men need something called sexual novelty. So they just need a new partner. They desire a new partner. Because if they don't des- if they didn't desire a new partner back then, then they would continue having sex with one partner, whoever it would be, and it would be almost kind of like incest. So, <laughs> instead of to be anti-incest, instead of fucking the same person, men desire new partners. They were having sex with new people and they were able to reproduce and create more humans on the earth. And that's why now all these years later, men still have that desire for sexual novelty, and they cheat. And this is something called the Coolidge effect. But I'm not going to tell the story about the president. That was just for you to read. Um, so it's basically after uh, a story. You know what? I'll put the story in the description. Look and the, say it. It's like long. Basically, okay. they go to a chicken farm. Yes. And it's president. He was a president Calvin in the Coolidge. 1920s. Yes, he was a president in the 1920s. So he goes to the chicken farm with his wife. And so his wife asked the farmer, what did she ask him? She said, um, how the, the, they call them the rooster, the cock or the roosters, yeah. how the roosters managed to produce so many fertile eggs with only a few chicks. And the farmer explained that the roosters perform their duty a dozen times each day. So she was like, okay, perhaps you can mention that to the president. So basically she was trying to throw a job, like my husband doesn't fuck me enough. So maybe you can tell him that the reason why they produce all these eggs is because they're fucking a lot. So I guess the president felt some type of way, like, oh, she's trying to be slick. So she, he asked the farmer, okay, does each cock service the same hen each time? And the farmer said, oh no, he always changes from one head to another. So the president said, I see. Perhaps you can point that out to Mrs. Coolidge. So maybe he would fuck more if he was able to fuck other women and not fuck the same vagina every fucking night, mm-hmm. right? Which is valid. I think that that's valid, and I get that. But like, I feel like as a woman, it's like, how could you say that? How could you get that? So that means like you would be okay with your man. Da, da, da. But it's like the older I get and the more I talk to men, they all tell me the same thing. Like they want to experience new vagina just to experience it. And it, they all say the same. And at first I thought it was bullshit when I first started hearing this, like it doesn't take away from the love that I have from my girlfriend or my wife. I just, it's just something I need to do. Now I'm not making excuses for it because cheating is cheating, right? Like you're still being deceitful. You're still not being honest. You know it would hurt your wife if she found out. You still can potentially break up your home. So. I'm not condoning or supporting cheating. I'm just saying, like, I get why men need sexual novelty. Okay. So now you said something about one man can repopulate. So, oh, well, yeah, that's what basically what you're saying. So basically, yeah. like, if myself, if I was the last man on earth mm-hmm. and it was only 100 women, I can get all of you guys, all of you ladies pregnant at the same time. All of you guys. Yeah, yeah, all you ladies <laughs> pregnant at the same time. Yeah. And nine months from now, you'll have your babies and we can do that again. Yes. Right? Let's say the most kids a woman could have is 10. Let's just say each woman could have 10 kids, right? Mm-hmm. So I could get 100 women pregnant 10 times. That's how many babies? 100,000? 100 times 10. Oh, 1,000, sorry thousand right yeah. so i could have a thousand babies just with me by myself 
you can only have 10 babies. And yet there's no fucking male birth control. Like, do you hear that shit? Oh, I'm not. I'm not. Do you hear that shit? You could literally get a thousand women. Well, maybe not a thousand no, women could, pregnant, but I you could. I'm saying like, potentially, yeah, I could, if you went on a rampage, you can get a thousand women pregnant. You get a thousand women pregnant in one month. One month. Whereas a woman, you can only have a baby with one. It's going to be one at one, a time. Yeah, yeah. One at a time. There's no... And I can still have sex while I'm pregnant because, you know, whatever. Well, and I still yeah. will get pregnant, obviously. But that's... It's like, yo... So we have this, I guess, need to... We can just keep going and reproduce and reproduce. Right. You know, our organs are made that way where we right. can just... We have... No matter what... Well, you've never been pregnant. I wonder if, as for pregnant women, um, during that time when you're pregnant, do you fee- find yourself as horny yeah i heard that they do they a lot of yeah. them do you know what i mean so i don't They're way more like, horny is pregnant. It, okay because a lot I, of hormones hormones because it is hormones so no because i was gonna ask because i know men still gonna be men can still do it it's not like let's just look at it realistically Mo, when, a, when a woman's pregnant most men aren't trying to sleep with pregnant women right most people aren't just trying to have sex with pregnant people well, i'm just saying most people there is it's a something, fetish for that there yeah, is but right, like I know, overall, it's, not common. it's not like something that's just like Cause you can walk down the street pregnant and like everyone's gonna know you're pregnant. I can walk down the street and I got someone pregnant, but no one's gonna know I got someone pregnant. Yeah. And I can still have sex with someone else. Oh yeah. So that's oh, like, that's a good point. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, oh, oh, she's pregnant. Maybe she's taken. Whereas me, I'm just like, okay, I'm gonna wet a ring on. Maybe. Nobody, like, I'm gonna say nothing. <laughs> I'm gonna, just the one time. Yeah. So. Right. It's different because we can just whip it out and just go crazy. At least there's a. The consequence of sex, I don't say the consequence, the end result of sex is pregnancy. Only one has like a physical change because of that. Whereas, man, we could just keep going. Yeah. You might just get tired of being pregnant. It's like, nah, I'm good. Cut this off. <laughs> Fuck this shit. Kitchen closed. I'm out. Yeah. So that's what I had to say. All right. So then they were talking about like, what about women, right? Like we can't put it all on men. And I like to take accountability for the fuck shit that women do. Thank you. So, yeah, I take accountability. So, what about women? So, these two psychologists, they did a survey on women 22 to 57, and they found that 61% under 35 said that they only cheat based on emotional reasons. So, if they're not getting emotionally fulfilled by their partner, boom. Yes. But, though, sorry, why was I so fucking loud? Those over 35, only 38% of them said that it's more physical. And you had said something about, like, when we get older as women, we become more hard. Become more callous. Cold, callous. Yeah. I don't like that word. Are we callous as we get older? Yeah. Def- explain. That's like a rude word, I feel like. I mean, callous, like your hands. like you Rough. Been, yeah. Become more rough. Yeah, you like. Gangsta? Not gangsta, but it's just like, you don't, you've been beaten down emotionally for years. Jesus, that's so sad. That, that is so sad. It's like, it gets to a point, like. You have friends that have been mostly abused, oh, or yeah. most, and it's like, yo, when is enough is enough? Well, mm-hmm. When they hit 35 and 36 and 37, 30, 40, mm-hmm. it's enough. Yeah, they're over it. So all that stuff that you used to get, you used to get upset about, it's like, it, you're more numb to it. So it's, yeah, that makes sense. I feel bad. Think about it. Think about this, right? <clears throat> um, most, most virgins, right, when they first have sex, when they're young girls, when they first have sex, they're clingy on their first. Yeah. They're super emotional. It's like they can't let that person go, right? That right. person may do something to them, and they'll just keep going back and back. That's all they know. That's their world. Now, that same person in 20 years, when they're like almost 40 years old, that same kind of abuse that they were dealing with then, they're not dealing with that anymore. 
they already lived through it. They know how to handle it, mm-hmm. and they move past that shit. Yeah. So that's what I, that's why I said, it. yeah, I know plenty of women like that who, when they were younger, it's like you're a dumbass, and they get older, and it's, they that shit doesn't it doesn't uh, fly for them anymore. My way of looking at that too, though, was. Um I think you just realize as a woman how much like men are really full of shit and they only say and do things just to get us to fuck them. Like, you know you don't really care about me like that, but mm. you acting like you do. And I know guys who like, I personally know men who like fuck with a girl and just like, just to fuck with her, just to like make it seem like they want more. They're like, oh, like, where do you see this? Like, I, I could see myself having kids with you, like off the first time they fuck, but it's just to talk shit. No, that's wild. It's just, it's literally just to talk shit, just to get the girl on them so they can continue fucking for a little bit and then it, they're over it. It's like, so when you go through that enough as a woman, it's like, oh, so everything you really said and did was just so I could fuck you. So you got what you wanted and that's it. So we just kind of just, now as we get older, we just look at relationships that way, more casually. Like, let's just fuck, get it over with. I know that's what you want anyway. Let's just move on. That's all but I then really you know need. what else happens too for women? That's when they start looking at, yo, what can this do? How much money this dude got? What can you give me? Yeah. And so they start looking into money, like yes. So yo, all right, well, and that goes with part of being callous, <laughs> like, like you right, said. You just want to fuck. I need money. I need my bills paid. So what are we doing? That's then. That's how that shit turns into. So it's like doing? all right, it ain't prostitution, but it's like you paying. I'm taking. Yeah, you know so it's older, less about the emotional connection and more about again what's beneficial to me in this uh, moment. Yep, that's what that's what that's what it out. is. <laughs> so anyway, so there was a story of some guy named Phil. So Phil was married for like twenty years, I think, or maybe even longer, and he was super successful, um, like rich, nice house, great like wife, two kids, and um, his world came crumbling down because his wife found out that he was having an affair with one of his coworkers. And immediately she was like, fuck him, like divorce, like, like threw him out the house or whatever, whatever. So then the author of the book, I guess, was interviewing him and he was like, so like, why did you do it? Like, you seemed happy. And he was like, listen, I was very happy with my wife. She was awesome. She was amazing. But after a while, I just felt like low energy, low sex drive, exhausted all the time. Life wasn't exciting. And I felt like she just became my sibling. And so that's where the whole anti-incest thing came because it was like, wow, like maybe when you are with someone for years, they kind of do become your sibling. I feel that. I feel that. Like you can be with someone for a while and be like, yo, you're just a homie now. So like I don't even have that sex drive. So basically what happens with men, they say basically um, their testosterone levels get lower. And so when you have low testosterone, it is hard for you to be turned on and to want sex and that happens with women too. Women also can suffer from super low testosterone, and then we, our desire is lowered. Mm-hmm. So they're basically saying they were like, "All right, so what was the difference? Like, what made you do this with this new girl? How did you feel with the new girl?" And he was like, "Yo, when I started with the new girl, I felt alive again. I had energy. Food tasted better. Colors were more vibrant. I felt like I was in love with this person." And they were like, "Well, was the sex better?" And he was like, "Actually, the sex wasn't necessarily better." I just felt good as a man just being with someone new. And um, mm-hmm. it kind of led me to think, like, can you fall in love with a new person or is it just that rush of testosterone? Because then think about it. If he leaves his wife now and he gets with the new chick and marries her, he's going to end up feeling the same way with the new chick. 
that low desire, low energy, and he's going to be like, damn. And that's what we do. Instead of cheating, which I'm going to talk about, it was like, instead of cheating, you just break up and you just get with someone new. And then it's not the same with a new person. And then you just keep going. That's true because it's the rush of getting someone. If I never had sex with you and we never met and I just saw you and I find you attractive, it's just that, yo, I think I can get that. That feeling is amazing. The feeling when you finally have sex with someone you wanted to have sex sex with, and it's like, yo, I got that. And it's like, after that, it's like, whew, you just, good. you're good. Like you just, I'm good. You just, like something. And it's not even like you thinking about like, oh, I don't love my significant other or, yeah. some, or I don't love someone else. Mm-hmm. It's just literally, it's just like, it's that animal instinct that it comes down to where it's like, it's just a hunt. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You just want to do it. Yeah. It's like, I think everyone, even in relationships, just like <clears throat> everyone feels good. I swear when you were in a relationship and you, you got hit on like by someone that maybe was attractive mm-hmm. and you didn't do anything, but mm-hmm. it made you feel like, oh, like, I still got it. Of course. Everyone of just course. likes that feeling. Like, of it's course. like, you know what I mean? And that's just natural. I've been there as well, where it's like, yo, damn, that felt good. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then, and, and, and no such like, yo, I, I didn't even need to do anything because it's like, yo, I just like, okay, boom, that was enough for me. That's all I needed. So it is that 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 rush, like it's you just need that thrill a little bit, you know what yeah. I mean? Just to feel like, oh, I still, yeah, I could do this if I wanted to. But then you go back home to you know your significant other, and it's and like it's, you good, and you good. That's that's the same thing. It's like you just need that little that little excitement. It is a little excitement because it's you know what it is. You can bring it back to the Bible, Adam and Eve, <clears throat> forbidden fruit. You know you're not supposed to touch that. So if and you it's crazy because t- Eve was the one who was tempted. But anyway, go ahead. But what I'm saying is, yes. you touch that and what happens? Mm-hmm. Now, you, the world is full of sin now. Mm-hmm. If you don't, then you live a peaceful world. But it's there and it's like, you can it's see there. it. And it's like, all right, I know it's there. If I want to touch it, it's there. But I, I get that through. Like, all right, we won't buy it. But you just got to be able to control it and yeah. not, not reach for that. And I'm an atheist. I'm dropping fucking bars. Oh, my fucking God. All right. So, which again, too, like, I feel like on this podcast, we talk a lot about, like, this type of shit. All right. So, I, okay, I know we talk a lot on this podcast about these type of topics, right? But it's because I think it's fascinating. And the reason why, because I don't want people to think that we're just condoning, like, whatever. Like, we're not forcing any lifestyle decisions on anybody. If monogamy works for you... And you can fuck the same person every single day for the rest of your life, then that's fucking great. Like, good for you. If it doesn't work for you, no judgment. The only reason why I find this so fascinating is because of how I was raised. And so it's just nice to know that the way I was raised is not the be all end all. Because I don't do well with limitations and being like boxed into things. I like knowing that there's reasons, like, whatever I feel is normal. Whatever we all feel is normal. You're not weird for craving different partners or wanting an open relationship if that's what you decide like you're not weird for that you know what pisses me off sorry side note like people judge people who like are in um open relationships and they have like their own preconceived notions but it's like it's all a lifestyle choice just like we say like kids aren't for everybody right kids are a lifestyle that's for the rest of your fucking life and if that's not the lifestyle for you cool just like veganism isn't for everybody monogamy is also not for everybody and that's okay but i feel like people 
I feel bad for even people like me. When I say certain things, I could feel the judgment. Like I could feel people being like, "Ugh, like I could never." But it's like no one's asking you to. All we're trying to do here is just condone having an open mind and just being a little more fluid in your thinking. That's it. So anyway, moving on. So you had said something about what were you talking about? What were you talking about just now? What was your point? We were saying that people. We, it was one of the topics before where you were saying that um, <coughs> people cheat because so he's not incest. Incestual, yes. And Which I makes was, sense. Then I was like, so what you're saying is if people are not having sex with people outside, like you know, having sex with people, <clears throat> then they start looking at those closest to them with attraction, kind of okay, thing. Okay, no. So Phil, the guy. I don't know if I said it already, but. He was just like, yo, like, I just felt like my wife was my sister. We're siblings. Mm-hmm. He's just too comfortable. You're not gonna you're not gonna desire your sister. Like if I had a brother, I'm not gonna desire him. Correct. I don't desire my male cousins. I don't care if they're attractive. Like they're my family. Correct. So that's basically the point. Like, it's just like back then if they wanted to reproduce and create new humans, they had to have they had to have a desire to want to be with new partners. Like not monogamy. The point is monogamy is not ingrained in us, right? Because if it were, then we would only desire one partner for the rest of my life, for the rest of our lives. And if that is true, then that mm-hmm. means that back then they only desired that one por- that one person and it was going to be even harder for them to reproduce. Like it would have taken way more time. Okay. For there to be more humans on the on the planet. Does that make sense? Mhm. Yeah, so that's basically that. Um you had said something about if we're not having sex with people, does this mean that we become more did we just answer that? That's what it was. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm a little smacked. All right. Two things. First thing is, if a woman finds out that her man cheats on her, why is it that the script, it's like they're following a script, like automatically, I got to leave him. Like, they don't even think about it. It's like packing the bags, we getting a divorce, I'm off this. Instead of just being like, you know what, we could probably figure this out. And so one of the reasons could be, like, how society would view the woman or how the family or friends would view the woman. Like, you're a weak-ass bitch for staying with that man after he cheated on you. You should have left his ass. So it's like, you don't want to look weak, so now you're tearing your family apart because he cheated on you. They were just trying to say, maybe you could keep an open mind like the French people do. When French, yeah, seriously, like, that's a thing. You ever, you never seen Emily in Paris? No. Oh, my God, Anthony, watch TV. So Emily in Paris, amazing. You got to watch it. If anybody watches it, you know. There's one of the main characters is married and she's having an affair. Her husband is having an affair and all four of them know about each other. And it's kind of like a don't ask, don't tell. Like, I know who who it is, but like, we don't got to talk about it. Like, you stole my wife at the end of the day. And that's how a lot of French people, they say, like, have affairs. And it just is what it is. Like, they just understand that that's what it has to be. And that's it. And I think that's kind of lit. But anyway, what are the options here? Okay, now that we move forward with this knowledge, mm-hmm. what are the options? If you're with somebody and you want to fuck, you can either lie and get caught. Mm-hmm. You can give up on having sex with anyone other than your wife or your husband for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Or you serial mon- do serial monogamy. So whenever you want to have sex with someone else, you just divorce and get with somebody else. And then you leave them, get with somebody else. Leave them, get with somebody else. I mean, What's so- the right thing to do? <laughs> There's no right thing to do. Do what makes you happy. <laughs> nah, just, I mean, like, at the end of the day, like. Oh, man. People are going to want to have sex. People are going to want to have sex. And 
we've realized on this podcast, Natalie is ready for an open relationship. Yes. I'm just Revelations not naive over the past anymore. 30, I'm not naive anymore. 30 episodes here. Stop. It's been a Natalie um, mind opening here. <laughs> She's t- Anthony. I'm just joking. Cut it out. Um, How do you feel as a man hearing this? Hearing this from a woman that you used to date who was not this way. And then just you hearing it as a man, period. Like, how do you feel? What are your th- what are your thoughts? I've given all the information now. What are your thoughts? Um, Let me close this. How do I feel about that? Yes. Well, I've always been the type that was, like, very open with everything anyway. So I was never opposed to anything. Um, you know? So I've just always been the open person in every, like, kind of relationship. Very open. And it's like, people don't want to be open when I'm like, yo, let's do this or let's be open. And then when they're not with me, they want to be open. So it's like, <laughs> what? It's like, yo, all right. Am I the only, what do you mean when they're not with you, they want to be, so other girls have wanted to be open? No, 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 no. I'm just saying, like, you, I'm okay. just saying, like, okay. Do I, how do I feel about it? I mean, just live your best life. Whatever makes you happy. You like it, I love it. Okay. I mean, that's the, that's, that's, that's the answer right there. You know what I'm saying? I want the twins activate. All right. So anyway, that's the episode, guys. So we'll be back next week with some guests, actually, right? For the next two weeks, we're going to have some guests. Yeah. Um, that should be fun. And let us know again what you guys want us to talk about. That's it. Like, comment, share, subscribe, and stay tuned. Bye, guys. <laughs>